And good morning. This is Things You Might Not Have Heard for Friday, July 21st, 2023. Here we're going to present for you in moments eight of yesterday's latest and greatest stories in information, politics, current events, and pop culture that you vetted as greatest and I put in as latest. This is your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news. And we get a good mix in here, we like to think. And so you tell us about what to talk about, which is how the mix happens here. We'll go deeper in detail on how the feeds work and how all those things work in that end. But when I start off by saying, I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. I will be your host for this little journey on this Friday. And as the teaser graphic said, we're talking about, um, yeah, that guy, the um, private who ran across a DMZ to escape his fate. And right now his fate is kind of in up in arms. We'll go a, quit, a bit deeper in that, plus seven other stories that you deemed as great stories of the top 15 stories that we posted through the day. Uh, right now, let's get into the new stories for today. To remind you that we can go to, you can go to our main website, which is this is a conversation project.com anytime you want to and deal with what we have to deal with, see all the things we do and maybe find ways to help us out in the process of doing some of those things. Uh, right now, let's get into the first story. We're going to go straight to the back to the teaser story from the graphic. It happens to be the story with a headline that reads like this soldier who fled to North Korea, likely, quote, not thinking clearly, unquote, Army chief says. P Private Travis King crossed the heavily armed border into re rep repressive North Korea on Tuesday while on a tour. That's hard for me to read, I guess, because I should be wearing my glasses. But it's also hard for me to read because it just doesn't make any sense. The head of the army, the army chief, <laughs> chief big chief of the army, uh, said basically tri uh, Private King essentially probably wasn't thinking very straight when he decided to dash away in his escape temp. Now, let's go through quickly what happened. He was being taken to the airport uh, to be sent back to the States to be discharged. I said honestly discharged somewhere in a couple days of commentary. He's definitely not being honorably discharged. He's definitely being discharged for uh, a lot of things that have happened as he's had a very rough time in, in Korea, the South part. He was escorted to the airport where his escorts, police escort, could not take him to the plane by law. So he got into the airport and people assumed he'd just get on the plane and go. Essentially, he left the airport. He escaped from the airport and then joined this tour group to kind of get away uh, on a mad dash to the North Korean border where it was seemingly wide open. No one knows exactly why he did this because obviously he was on the escape run. And then he ran into North Korea where they grabbed him, put him in a dark van and drove away. We don't know if he's alive or dead at this point. We don't know what's happening. We don't know if he thought, hey, if I go to North Korea, they'll make me a hero or at least it's not going back to Texas so they can kick me out of the army. We don't really know right now. We have some other ideas, and we'll probably talk about them through the weekend as they release more ideas in the news media, and you guys tell us if it's conversational. But right now, as one would think, the most obvious thing in the world, Travis King was probably not thinking clearly when he decided to run to North Korea to escape his fate in the States. Headline number two reads, Over just a few months, ChatGPT went from correctly answering a simple math problem 98% of the time to just 2%, of study finds. What we're finding is that ChatGPT is kind of getting dumber, and that's by design, if you will. What it has now is access to more information and more things out there. And as you get access to more information, you have more things to choose from. And what it's finding now is something called drift. That is uh, going away from the actual noted path that it's supposed to be going to and being diverted, being distracted, much like we do when we're trying to work on a project and butterflies pop by and you kind of get lost in the moment. It's... A simple thing to fix. Essentially, you tighten up on the data, which 
which isn't as simple as it as it sounds. And you really you don't you know ask so many questions. Also, if you're not very simple, as it gets more popular. One thing to say about chat chat P, P, chat GPT something that I use fairly often in other AI tools to just get this thing done every single day is to make sure you're actually checking its work. Uh, essentially, when you're writing long soliloquies of stuff and it's just saying these beautiful phrases, it's not so much thinking and writing. It's basically taking information, putting it in sort of in order that it thinks makes sense and filling in around it words that sort of make sense. So it sounds like it's talking to you like a normal human in, in theory, although it's a normal human with very big words in those cases. ChatGPT is getting a little bit dumber as we use it. It's kind of by design. Now, the next story is going to affect us more than you'd like it to. North, Car North Carolina Pfizer factory heavily damaged by a tornado. This happened a few days ago, Wednesday to be exact, when a tornado went through North Carolina and pretty much beat down a Pfizer factory. No one was hurt or killed in that um, dealing zone, so that's a good part. It's about 50 miles northeast of Raleigh, so it's close to precision. That shows you how close that the actual the tornado was. But the big thing is, it's out of commission, and it's a fairly major factory, a hub for for producing uh, various different drugs and vaccines and things alike, but also for distributing as well. This being down for any amount of time will be an issue. So there's right now no real idea on what's going to take to rebuild or to shuffle things around. And so we'll see some sort of hiccup in the markets for a while. We'll just see how long a while will be for Pfizer. Marjorie Taylor Greene sparks outrage by showing explicit photos of Hunter Biden at congressional hearing. To keep this uh, in the E rating, or at least in the PG-13 rating, during the hearing on with the whistleblowers from the FBI saying that Hunter Biden should have probably had get had more charges against them, but they got pushed back. Marjorie Taylor Greene took her time to show photos of Hunter Biden naked and engaging in sexual acts as the hearing went on. Yes, showing you know his penis for all to see and to be put on the public record because Marjorie Taylor Greene thought that was a good thing to do. New York Democratic Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC, talked to MTG and called her out because um, also Matt Gates uh, for also sort of revving it on. Matt Gates, of course, is um, allegedly being being talked about for sex trafficking of a 17-year-old girl. People who are dealing with sexually explicit things, bringing up sexually explicit things in Congress because... I don't know. It's I, they're they're dumb. I don't know. Commanders Dan Snyder fined sixty million dollars for sexually harassing employee financial inappropriateties. Yes, the NFL released a twenty-three page report detailing the findings of an independent investigation into Dan Snyder's conduct, and just minutes into its owners unanimously approved a sale of the Commanders to Josh Harris. So he's not actually the owner anymore. So he's not so much their problem anymore. But the $6.5 billion Commanders franchise still has to deal with this thing over their head. So the Commanders are still fined from what Dan Snyder did. And that's $60 million for all the things happening. It's a bit of a mix of him just being kind of a sexual creep and just doing really weird things with the money. Which many people in these cases, billionaires with football teams, do really weird things with the money. So the fine will mean very little to the team. The team's making lots of money, even though not being that good right now. A lot of it is banking on the commander's name or the Washington football team name and the kind of the hype around the newness. We'll see how the newness of the new owner will take this thing going on. But right now, uh, the last sort of stink of the former owner, Dan Snyder, 
is slowly being washed away. Wife of Gilgo Beach murder suspect files for divorce. Court filing show. Um, Asa Ellerup has filed for divorce from Rex Herman on Wednesday, nearly a week after the Manhattan architect was arrested in the case. Uh, the whole story goes deeper in detail of what's going on. And there's a lot of stuff happening where people believe, at least this is sort of how they're being right now, that Herman did the murders, did the acts while his family was away and may have done it in the house where they lived uh, because the family was way long enough to to get away with it. Uh, from that, it seems like his wife is not quite happy what's going on, extremely fed up and doesn't want to be a part of this, uh, div uh, divorcing herself physically and story-wise from the issue. We will see how this one plays out in court very soon. Right now, Hoerman is on suicide watch uh, because... because... Meanwhile, police believe there's a lioness on the loose in Berlin. This story is a couple days old, but guess what? They're still chasing it down and still talking about it in the news, and it finally sort of made it to the mainstream cable news streams in their quick hits. Police are chasing down what they believe is a lioness because someone took a picture on social media what looks like a lion that's wandering through the streets. And so they don't know where it is. They don't know how it is. It's as far as I know at the moment, they don't know what to do about it. But um, if you're in Berlin and you uh, suspect there's a lioness in your backyard, please call authorities. This is not a prank. This is for reals. And finally, New York to pay $13 million to protesters arrest against during the uh, George Floyd protest. New York City has agreed to pay $13 million to hundreds of people arrested during the 2020 George Floyd demonstrations, according to an attorney for the plaintiffs. The protest followed the death of George Floyd, obviously the unarmed black man in, who was killed by um, someone basically laying on his neck for more than should have happened, which is essentially at all. City agreed to pay about $9,955 to each person, more than 1,300 protesters arrested in New York during the um, protests that happened between May the 28th and June the 4th of 2020. Uh, various places that the protests happened, various arrests happening. Obviously said over 1,300 people basically arrested during that time. They are all getting some sort of restitution for this one, restitution for the actual act that happened. That's still, you know, to come, you could say. Maybe some people have been arrested and there's some jail time, but we'll see how reforms and things are coming up with that. Let's talk about our teaser story for the weekend i.e. Monday. This is a story, a headline we could talk about come Monday if you deem it conversational enough to last a weekend. How does it happen? This is the part where we explain how you basically gave us the storylines for today. We have what we call feeds. There are links on Facebook and Twitter, and you just go to them, follow them, and as you're checking your Facebook and Twitter, go to our specific pages. For Twitter, it's TH underscore conversation. For Facebook, it's this. It's a conversation project, and you can see the stories we post. About every 50 minutes. Now, t life gets in the way. Time gets in the way. Sometimes we even double post because we're not paying attention. And there's you know other things in there. But about every, every 50 minutes, we post a news headline. And this is one that uh, will be posted, if not by the time I'm speak in speaking these words live, fairly soon after that. So you may have to go back and find this based on when you watch the video or listen to the podcast. Florida middle schoolers will now be taught that slavery had personal benefit for enslaved people. I have a feeling... That if this one makes it into for Monday and it does happen to make it for next week's um, th um, top 10 in the um, weekly wrap up, this will be what we're talking about for the story of the week next week. But we have to get there first. This counts as a next week story, not a this week story. Uh, so 
unfortunately, I'll have to wait a week to, to mull over this one. But this may not be it, unfortunately, because maybe it doesn't make the list. Maybe something else from the weekend is bigger than this. We're going to pick 30 of the, pick the top 30 stories and go and pick 10 stories to talk about on Monday. And so if we talk about it on a Monday, it's all based on you. Get it in the top 30, and I will probably see it, and this will probably make it into the listing of 10 stories we talk about for Monday. If you want that to happen, follow us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. And let me know if we're talking about the new change to middle school and high school curriculum for black history and slavery, as it's now saying that there were some personal benefit to being enslaved. The slaves got a little bit out of it. There was some negotiation. And guess what? The slaves got a couple points in the bargain. That silence is me making, if you're listening to audio, the silence be mean mugging, saying, you know, basically trying not to um, put my hands on this monitor and smack it for just the stupidity of that statement. But maybe don't think the statement's stupid. You let me know we're going to talk about it and we will definitely talk about it. Now, let's talk about our sponsor for today. We're going to highlight today's sponsor being Resume Solution. Now might be the time to get a new gig. If you're listening to this and watching me do this and wondering, hey, this guy is stumbling. Why is he doing this thing for real? Well, this is not so much a gig, but if it were, it may be time to go look for a new place of employment or a new work thing to work. And if you need that, you might want to try Resume Solution. They're a fairly new sponsor to us. I think we've been talking about them for about three weeks or so, not quite a month. But they provide great work for you. They will basically work on your resume. They'll help you coach you through ways to do your interviews. And they essentially, 98% of the people they will help out get an interview from their office, get from their work, from what they do. So if you're looking for interviews, they can help you with that. They can help you also work on your interview process and techniques so you can do better in interviews. They can't guarantee you a job, but they can guarantee that you can find some clarity in what you're looking for in your next position by you know getting that resume and making it make more sense. Try them out at this is a conversationproject.com slash resume solution. This is a conversationproject.com slash resume solution and check them out today and see if they're if you're ready to change that career or if you're just ready to just update your resume so you understand who you are a little better. Because sometimes it takes a little cleaning of your resume to figure that out. Moving on to us, the conversation project lives at this is a conversationproject.com online. We have the archive, if you will, of all the things you might have heard in video form, in audio form, in newsletter form, and of course, find links to see the weekend shows, which are the weekly wrap up, the top 10 stories, plus more of that went through over the week. So, you know, first perspective, which ones were the big ones and the story of the week, which gives more perspective of one of those top 10 stories. Plus other things we do all week long, all the time, including links to our TikTok page and our YouTube page and our Facebook page and all those things like that. Uh, if you like what we're doing, if you think we're doing fairly good stuff, we could use your help on that. Number one, just tell us what we're doing well or not well. Email the conversation inbox at gmail.com. That's one thing we don't say often. We say the email address often, but just send us the comments on what we're doing so we can do better or not do what's worse, if you will. If you think we're doing really well and want to help us do more stuff, check out our partnerships page and see if there's ways you can partner up with us to help us get things done. Go to our sponsors page and visit one of our sponsors. We get a commission link on all those. All our sponsors are basically commission links. So they, they work by you getting some from them and then we get something back from to us. And the most important thing is follow us on the feeds on Facebook and Twitter because 
that's how we get the news to talk about. You tell us what stories are important and we will bring them up in our various platforms. So make sure you do as many of those things as possible. The easiest thing to do is to just follow us in the feeds, engage in the feeds, share the feeds, and just email us some feedback. And speaking of all that, let's have some fun. Not so much feeding, but fun. We go to the fun stuff uh, here every single morning at the end of all the work stuff. And we start off this morning with birthdays. So we start off every morning on the fun stuff with birthdays. So our birthdays for today, which is July 21st, is Yusuf Islam, or as he used to be known, or basically was born, Cat Stevens. Uh, Cat Stevens essentially um, you know, converted to Islam and named himself Yusuf Islam. And is 74 years old today and is still performing, uh, oddly enough, um, Cat Stevens songs, which may sound a little bit odd and sort of meta to you, but it is what it is. Happy birthday to Mr. Uz Mr. Islam, Mr. Stevens, 74 years old today. Gary Trudeau is 74 years old today as well. The cartoonist uh, known for the Doonesbury cartoon, which I don't even think still runs in, in newspapers. Number one, I don't look for the funnies in the papers anymore. I don't think it runs. It was one of the most biting and most um, influential comics dealing with political commentary back in my youth as they covered a lot of Reagan stuff, a lot of Bush one stuff and going into Clinton stuff and going deeper into other regimes until, of course, the fall of newspapers, essentially. Gary Trudeau turning 74 on this day. And John Lovitz, uh, made famous, essentially, by doing his Saturday Night Live characters and doing other movies as well. Still doing some movies and voice acting and things like that. Funny, funny guy. John Lovitz, 65 years old on this day. Let's talk some history. Today in history, going back to 1983 on the 21st of July, Vostok Station, a Russian station in Antarctica, experienced the lowest temperatures ever, yes, in July, ever measured in recorded history today. The temperature fell to 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 89.6 degrees Celsius in July because it's Antarctica. It is what it is. Don't say there's not global warming because right now I'm pretty sure it's not 126 below. I'm sure it's you know a balmy 115 or so. 1990, Pink Floyd performed their hit The Wall at the previous Berlin Wall location. Eight months before this event, the wall at Potsdam Platz, Berlin, had been taken down after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Pink Floyd performed at a concert with over 350,000 spectators with a live broadcast of 52 countries worldwide. I remember this happening. This was a big thing in my life because literally months before the wall went down, I had traveled to the wall uh, on a trip with school and then moved back to the States. And then over the summer, the wall came down. So history literally that I saw in the making and obviously anyone not born in, in the um, in the early 80s has no recollection of there ever being a split Germany or a Berlin wall. And in 2007, the seventh and final Harry Potter novel, Harry Potter and the Deadly Hollows, was released. Uh, I have never read a, a Harry Potter book. I've seen pieces of Harry Potter movies. I've sort of escaped that. My stepson loved Harry Potter back in the day because that was, you know, back in the day when it was to this target audience. And my daughter is kind of getting into it now. Uh, she's, you know, there's a pretty big age gap. So she's into that stuff where it's her age to get into it. Um, she's basically watching the movies first and reading the novels which may seem backwards, but that's how people work these days. You know, millennials, Gen Zs, those, those kids. Today, we're going to celebrate National Junk Food Day. A good thing to do for Friday because at this point in the week, we're all just sort of just kind of 
dead and tired and we just can't think about cooking again or what's going on. So basically it's a pizza night, taco night, fast food night, go order in and deal with it. Um, it's not national order food in night, but essentially most of your junk food is ordered food. That's the best way to go for that one. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. Tis the season for drinking beer, believe it or not. And while summertime often means slamming your hand into an icy cooler and popping the top on a cold can or bottle, consider drinking only bottled beer poured into a glass for pleak pleasure. Yes, beer experts say that much of the taste comes from the aroma. And if you drink from the bottle, you won't be able to take in that aroma as well. By the way, the same goes for coffee, which sounds more obvious. Much of the coffee's taste comes from the aroma, the smell of it. So unless you have to not have unless you have to, try not to drink your cup of coffee from a cup with a lid, unless you're, you know, coming from a Starbucks, seven brews, things like that, and, and on, on the go. Do your best to get your coffee in a mug so you can smell your coffee, literally smell the coffee and get all the goodness of that. Because part of the taste comes from the smell. People not watching video have no idea what's going on, me touching my mouth and touching my nose, but go with that. And that is it for today's version of Things You Might Have Heard. Today, Friday, July 21st, 2023. Thank you so much for being with us uh, for the journey. Those that have popped in live and those who will watch this video on the replays and listen to the audios where most of the visual things will make no sense because they're visual. We do a lot of work, put a lot of effort into producing this. So we want to thank you for for watching and in some cases put some cases putting up with some of the stuff we have to do to get things done uh right now um if you've been listening to the background story of me what i've been going through uh we are still dealing with the rebuilding of a house after a tornado and a lot of sort of flux of things in life uh, so it's been pretty busy pretty harried and a lot of things not exactly on the easy path right now so bear with us for some of those things. The best thing you can do for that is, you know, I always ask, you know, for, you know, help out with the shows, help out with my stuff. Just send emails and let us know what we're doing good and bad because we're going to do this thing for regardless. We, we can cover, you know, the cost, but we want to make sure we're providing a good product for you and a better product to bring more people into the conversation. The goal is to bring more people into this conversation and, and make it a larger thing. So email the show. At this is a conversation project. I'm sorry. Email the show at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. The show's home is this is conversation project uh, dot com. You can you know com comment in the, you can comment in the links there for the uh, for the feed stuff there as well. You can do that as well in the newsletters and just find the things we have going there. In the meantime, we're going to wrap things up because we've got a busy day going on. We want you to stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task for all the grand things that you have and stay hydrated if you're drinking coffee put it in the mug because you get that smell and it makes it awesome we're going to prepare right now literally in a few hours we're going to start pulling the data for the weekend show so by this afternoon we'll know what we're talking about to produce for your show for tomorrow and what we're talking about for the story of the week so look for those to be coming out come saturday and sunday and just enjoy the rest of your week for friday enjoy some junk food on the day and enjoy your weekend you you deserved it. If you have to work, I, I, I'm you know I'm here for you because I got stuff to do as well. We will be there together. Right now, let's go ahead and wrap it up, get done, and get on with the day for this what should be Grand Friday.